who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at dvcresalemarket.com. Hi. This is Mike Bursell, voice of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover and Living with the Land. Welcome to a voyage of discovery and awareness of the richness, the diversity, and the often surprising nature of the Mickey Dudes podcast. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor... It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch, joined today by two of my amazing Mickey Dude rotating commentators, from across the pond, we have Stephen Maxwell. I'm surrounded by idiots. Just two of us. And from Chicago, Illinois, which is its own country also, is uh, Tim Sweska. Hi, I'm the other idiot. How's it going, moron? Uh, you know, ignorance is bliss, so I'm pretty damn happy. Yeah, me, me too. I was waiting for you to come up with some uh, witty comment over there. Oh, sorry. I <laughs> no, I was I was just a I'm just sitting over here being silent, stupid and happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like he always has something else to add into this. So, why don't I just give him a chance and of course that's when we have dead air. So, sorry, go it's figure. uh I, I I still I still have uh rage thoughts of uh the kind individual who decided to, uh, you know, play hungry, hungry hippos with my vehicle on Saturday night. So, yeah, you know, what happened? Uh, f- evidently, parking on the side of a street out of the roadway was a bad idea because evidently, uh, off the side of the street in the gravel is exactly where this genius decided to drive. And decided to completely rear-end my vehicle, send it 15 feet forward from where it was parked, and didn't even have the courtesy to stop. Wow. Nice bet off, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you know, this, this, is, this, is where, this is where my political promise, if I were to ever run for any public office, would come in handy, where you get your three get-out-of-jail-free cards. 
you get five minutes just to smack the sense into some people. I think we're um, in the wrong uh, parks for that. I think that's universal. I think they have a purge. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I I I do agree, and I mean, well, that's that's not even on their Halloween horror nights. I mean, the crowd at Universal is a little bit more sketch than our Disney folks. You know, I wouldn't uh, say that, considering everything. <laughs> well, we have the Karens. We have the Can I speak to your manager? We have the Oh, you don't. Oh, you want to go in the chip aisle at Walmart? That's that's Universal. <laughs> <laughs> Universal, Universal fans, please direct all your uh, complaints to at Chuck Fitzgerald at Chuck in the Chat. <laughs> yes. Although I have to say, if uh, you're an annual pass holder for Universal like me, that um, what is that thing? The uh, Facebook group for Universal uh, annual pass holders is just pure chaos everybody just constantly fighting nobody has a nice thing to say when somebody puts up a comment and it's just it's the people of walmart all over again short down in flames so what you're saying in the words of lisa simpson is it's apt apt (laughs) yes yes i am and with that Let's have a word from our sponsors who are not Walmart. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Gico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com. Joffrey's Coffee and Tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. Pat Janetti is the Bill Belichick of speaking about coffee. There is just nothing but winning. Thank you, Pat. Enjoy your six trophies of coffee awards. And speaking of coffee, today we're going to be doing another one of our epic snack rolls. However, this time it's going to be a little bit more subdued because, you know, I'm not giving these guys a uh, budget. Main reason being is because uh, I was busy today at work and I didn't have time to uh, create a budget for mine, so... I basically message them and say, hey, guess what, guys? We're, we're going to do this as a freebie. I didn't want to because we have Tim on, and I like sending him on a Batan death march, but... You know how much I stick up to the rules he has? Hey, I stick to my rules. I do. <laughs> I always stick to my... Unlike Chuck, who robs children and wishing wells and <laughs> steals popcorn buckets. I mean, there, there's, there's, there's lawlessness with Chuck. As much as he loves law and order, there's just mass hysteria, dogs and cats living together. <laughs> yeah, well, you threw your change at me, so I still haven't got over that. Oh, come on. I, I, I thought you were a beautiful dancer, and I was just trying to make it hail. But you didn't hold me close. <laughs> well, I, well, I'm not that not, tiny. It's just because neither of us are tiny, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, and this is just going in a very <laughs> bad. <laughs> the wheels of the bus have all come off. All come all off. Come off. <laughs> all come off. <laughs> all right. So let's let's go back to our happy place, gentlemen. And before we do that, Stephen, Slapshot, what's your favorite Epcot festival? Probably food and wine. I've not been to any of the other ones, but just the, just the way that the, you know you can go around all the booths, and I know it's a wee bit like Flower and Garden, seems the idea, but I just like food and wine. Just October, November time. Just that's my favourite. And we will be all together at Flower and Garden this year. Uh, yeah! Coming up uh, the second weekend of May. So if any of you are uh, in um, the world the second weekend of May and you want to see a bunch of dingbats, come uh, message us and hang out with us. And Tim, Slapshot, what's your favorite festival? My favorite festival at Epcot are the holidays around the world. I absolutely love the holidays. I love the candlelight processional. Christmas is far and away my favorite holiday. I love the stories. I love the decorations. I love the time with family. And I love the different, just the different stories from the different cultures. And to me, it's fascinating to listen to how, you know, different, you know, different parts of the world celebrate Christmas or any, uh, any festival that they would equate uh, to Christmas. And also, the, the candlelight processional can just really not be beat. Uh, the, the songs, the pageantry, uh, the, the narrators, I mean, they really bring in some top-quality people. And I think, you know, I was, I was very glad to see them live-stream it this year with Neil Patrick Harris, yeah. so people could kind of get... A very real, a very realistic look at how wonderful that festival is and how amazing it is. Uh, you know, it's it is just so much fun. It is such an experience, uh, and that's the big thing. Is you yeah, know, I think I have I have great be, respect. I'm sorry, I'm sorry Stephen. So say that's again. The, the live procession was fantastic. You know, I mean, it was a one o'clock shot for me over here again, but uh, never having seen it. Uh, to have it actually viewed into your, your television at home, I just thought it was fantastic. It just sort of brought you right into the world. It, yeah, it's it was a it was a wonderful you know a wonderful look into something that Disney obviously does better than anyone else. So I mean, it's that's sorry, kind of kind of a long slap shot there. I was waiting for the defenseman to slide out of the <laughs> way to shoot. So, <laughs> but definitely, definitely the holiday season. Excellent. All right, gentlemen. Well, let's uh, take a uh, trip over to Flower and Garden, and let's make our way around the showcase and uh, eat and drink. So, again, a reminder, uh, three rounds, three different boots. Uh, get food. In this one, if you want to get a drink, go ahead and get a drink. And uh, you can also uh, stop at any of the four Joffrey's carts within the park. They're located in Future World East, World Showcase Plaza, the American Adventure, and Canada. Each one of them is uh, featuring a uh, festival-type drink 
for uh, flower and garden. Uh, two of them are coffee-based. The other two are uh, fruit-based. With uh, All of them have booze in them if you want them. And each of them, I'm sure, is delicious. I can't wait to try all of them when we get there in uh, May. So without further ado, let's start. Who'd like to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. We'll go, we'll go round by round. So where, where are you heading for your first round? I'm not going to go far into... Borough Showcase. I'm going to go to the Showcase Plaza uh, the east side this time. And there's a booth, La Isla Fresca. Uh, sells quite a lot of the sort of seafood and stuff like that. So the first thing I'm going to pick is the sugar cane shrimp skewer with steamed rice and coconut lime sauce. I just think that sounds fantastic. You know, just uh, oh, it really a does. sweet... I mean, the, the prawns or the, the shrimp prawns and shrimp that we call them over here are sweet anyway but just to add a wee bit of sugar cane into it as well uh, and just with a lime sauce I just think it would bring it back a wee bit just a, a wee bit more sharpness so it actually just brings your taste buds right to the fore uh, and it sounds as if it could be you know you could dress it up good enough it could actually turn into a bit of sushi so it, it does look really really good uh, are we doing the drinks at the same time? If you yeah. want to grab a drink over there, well, you're more the same, than welcome to. At the same booth, uh, again, it's, it's going to be a ghost when we go. So I'll have a, a tropical freeze with mango rum. And this is going to be the sort of theme of of my sort of drinks going through. Uh, I love rum. I love flavoured rum. Uh, but just having a mango one, it's as if it's a, a, a slush, you know, with mango rum on top of it. Uh, Mm-mm. I would keep me going until I reach the next part uh, so I can fill up again. And uh, I'm going to go over to the Citrus Blossom and I'm going to uh, start off with a little bit of luxury and I'm going to go with the uh, Lobster Tail with Meyer Lemon and Lusion and Grilled, and grilled Lemon. Uh, it's uh, gluten free. Uh, I just love me some lobsters. So, um, and uh, I think from there, I'm going to try their uh, first magnitude brewing le- lemon hefeweizen coming out of Gainesville, Florida. Tim, are you familiar with this one? I am not. I am not. I've had a couple of beers from First Magnitude, but I've never had their Lemon Hefe. Okay. I'm always going to uh, consult you when it comes to beers, either which way. Again, it's the seafood with uh, the citrus uh, elements to it, with the the lemon. You know, I think the citrus with any sort of seafood... You know, I mean, obviously you get ceviche and stuff like that. It actually cooks in it, but it just sort of brings out the flavour of the sea. You know, it just makes it a lot more fresher. Where are you going? Well, uh, I'm actually meeting you over at the Citrus Blossom because I am snagging the tuna tataki with a spicy yuzu glaze, mango, avocado, and a papadam crisp. 
That just sounds so phenomenal, and I am a tuna junkie. I saw the I saw the lobster. I love lobster, but oh, a good fresh sushi grade tuna. Oh, so this is like I, an ahi tuna in that way. It's not it's not cooked. Uh, the tuna tataki, I would imagine, is going to be at least medium rare to rare. Okay, that I can live with. It's funny. So no, it, anything anything over medium rare on a tuna, you're ruining it. Don't just leave it alone, you ignorant savage. It, it's funny. I um, I'm one of these people that doesn't like cooked fish that much, but give me sushi and make it raw, and I'm all over it. Oh, I I could honestly eat sushi probably at least you know three four days a week easily. Uh, with the with that, I am going to snag the orange cream slushy and a souvenir orange bird sipper cup. Nice. Yes, you actually heard me. The booze hound is buying a non-alcoholic drink. And the reason being is there have been few commands given to me by my lovely wife when I go to the Flower and Garden here in May. And that is try a Dole Whip donut, take a picture, and tell her how good it was, and then bring back an orange bird sipper cup. These are conditions on me getting back into the house when I come home. Gotcha. So... Orange bird sipper cup it is. At least there's no the other way about and you've got to bring the the dope up donut back. <laughs> I was thinking of trying to find a very fast child and frighten him greatly and uh, tell him to run the donut back to Springfield. Uh, but <laughs> I don't think that's going to work and that's probably going to get me banned from Disney. And then again, there's another condition on me getting back in the house. I have to be on my best behavior. Where can you get the Dole Whip donut? Is that a taste track? Uh, I believe so. I think it's either at Taste... I think it's in Future World. It's not in the World Showcase. Okay. I didn't look at Taste Track this time because there was just so much savory stuff that I just uh, didn't have the uh, wherewithal to go over there. But interesting. So, uh, round two. Steven, where are you going? Again, I'm I'm not really going round the world that much. I'm going to the refreshment port uh, near the Canada Pavilion, uh, and I'm going to dive in for a, a coffee rub port poutine with barbecue demi glaze, fire roasted corn relish, and cheese. What's not to like about that? I mean, obviously you've got the coffee there, which is just again, it's one of these things where if you have coffee sort of rubbed on. Anything like beef, pork, chicken, I think I get it. It just gives you that sort of extra punch. You know, it's, it's like a, a barbecue sort of sauce, but it gives you that wee bit extra sort of caffeine <laughs> to help you around the park as well. Uh, again, the refreshment port, that seems to be the, the sort of place to, to go for a lot of the, the sort of new experiences that you get out of the flower and garden and so they sort of put them in there first and hopefully if it takes on a lot of time so just keep on going year after year that does sound amazing Stephen I'll, I'll fully admit that grabbed my attention right away too and I am definitely trying that when I get down there you see it's funny that one kind okay. of just they lost me on the coffee rub and I love my poutine but I like my poutine French Canadian I'm a traditionalist even like at the daily poutine they do like the Italian one with the bolognese sauce and the mozzarella yeah no 
give me good old-fashioned Wisconsin cheddar cheese curds for an American one, Quebec curds for for a French-Canadian one, and just, you know, a really thick brown gravy. That's fair. Well, that's the thing that's the thing that took me away, you know, is the, the uh, poutine. But I, the thing that drew me to it was the, just the coffee. See, that was port. the thing that killed you know, it for I me. I just think, oh, oh. I just think it'd be so tasty. I'm just not, I guess I'm not a fan of uh, all of these crust on meats. I feel like I, I feel like they're doing something to hide the taste of the meat with them. Well, a lot of time pork's not really got a taste anyway. You know, I think you've actually got to put something on pork to actually bring out the taste of, of, of however little it's actually well, got. Yeah, I mean, they, they ruined pork because they more meat so they kept on getting less fat on the pigs and there went the marbling I mean there's a reason why bacon yeah. is the best part of the pig <laughs> pork cheek is fantastic it's got great marbling it's got the fat yeah I mean that's what they do with the beef as well I mean if you got a good marbled bad beef it's it's a fat that gets yeah it's a, that's why a ribeye no. steak is fantastic <laughs> uh-huh. so I'm going to follow that up uh, I'm going to go for the pineapple promenade which is pineapple beer flight so I think you get four of them uh, to, to take away and just different sort of beers but that's a pineapple flavour as well uh, maybe not go with the, the coffee rub pork uh, that I, I chose for my, my main course but uh, an open maybe at uh, the baseline tap house when we met up the last time uh, they were doing a, a sort of pineapple beer as well, and that was really, really nice. Uh, in fact, it was a sort of pineapple cider, I think it was, Dave. Uh, but I think a couple of us had that day, and it, that was nice. That's uh, a, a good thing to go to in, in the studios. Over at Baseline, which I can't believe you didn't like. Yeah. I didn't like Baseline. I didn't like the, the drinks there. The, the pineapple cider was the only real thing that I, I thought was all right. And it wasn't even me that had that. <laughs> I just don't, I, I know, and it's going to be sacrilege to Tim, I'm not a great fan of the craft beer and stuff like that. You know, give me a lager, I'm, I'm quite happy. But the craft beer, not so much. Too much hops, too much, I don't know, depth to the flavour. Just give me a, something you can see through. Okay, I gotcha. Teach their own. Uh, speaking of uh, the pineapple promenade, I'm not going here, but can we just rant about it for a second? What's that? What yeah. is it with this stupid spicy hot dog with pineapple chutney that makes it to every single festival every year? It's like people forget about it. It's this huge hot dog that just by the time you get over there, you don't you don't want it, and it's if it's either at it's either at Pineapple Promenade for uh, Flower and Garden, or they have it at the Outpost for uh, Food and Wine. It's like, does anybody get this thing? Yes, people who are not adventurous and picky children. <laughs> yeah, but I, I kind of I think... think... Really, I think the idea is great. You know, I, I think pineapple with anything is great. Well, Picky children are not going to be eating a spicy hot dog because this thing does pack quite a punch. I did try it one time just to be able to get a stamp a few years ago. 
Well, and if you want to be mean to the picky child, I mean, yeah, I'll feed it to him. I mean, <laughs> even I'm not that cruel. <laughs> but it seems I'm always surprised that it keeps on uh, making its way onto this menu. But uh, apparently, it does sell because every year. Um, no matter what, like clockwork, no matter which uh, festival you're at, it's being offered. So I guess it does something. I just uh, I've just had yet to meet anybody that actually likes it. So uh, I've never if you are listening it, so. to this and you uh, happen to enjoy this menu item, please uh, reach out to the Mickey Dudes and tell us what makes it so special because uh, I'm uh, befuddled. Yeah, please tell us. I think you've got to cover your bases, don't you? You know, I mean, there's that many booths and that many different flavours right the way around World Showcase that if they've got something that actually sells even moderately well, they're going to bring it back each year. That's yeah, true. I, I would I would agree with Dave. Anyone out there who really cannot live without this, please let us know why. And when you are surrounded <laughs> by all of this fusion and flavor you choose a hot dog please i gotta hear this thank you i thought you were about to not about to uh tear me a new one no 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 <laughs> i'm just curious again it I just like a, when i yeah if you can get hot dogs and burgers like yeah. where you live would you go on holiday and just not be adventurous and try something else and just stick to Oh, I'll just have a hot dog. You know, I just think it's a It's bit like crazy. Gilligan no, getting no, off not. the island and offering him a coconut. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm, I'm willing to bet. I mean, uh, and call me call me crazy, but I'm willing to bet that, you know, when, when Stephen arrives, his first place is not going to be shooting over to the UK Pavilion to get himself some fish and chips. I mean, just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean... Uh, call it a call me that guy. You know, yeah, call, call me that guy who saw tomorrow. What was his name? Notre Damus? That's the guy. <laughs> and this is why we can never lose Tim. <sighs> why you want the IQ to <laughs> you want the IQ to keep down? <sighs> All right, Dave, where are you going, buddy? I am going to Trowel and Trellis, hosted by Impossible Foods. It's a new one. And uh, I'm actually going to try to be uh, somewhat uh, responsible at this because, you know, summer's coming and I'm trying to uh, eat a little bit healthier. I mean, granted, I'm going to have some fat with this, but I'm just going to uh, maybe just keep with some vegetables now. And I'm going to have the grilled street corn on the cob with savory garlic spread. It just sounds delicious. Well, street corn is delicious. That's why it sounds delicious. <laughs> this is true. I mean, it, I'm sure it's not going to be able to uh, hold a candle to the corn on the cob that you can get in Disneyland in the hub. They have this uh, really uh, good, uh, I guess it's this uh, chili aioli that they put on it that just make it's savory and spicy yeah, and it nice. is amazing. I don't fancy the sound of the garlic stuff, but that the chili stuff sounds really, really good. Yeah, considering I'm not that far from, uh, 
you know, the, uh, considering I'm not that far from the south side of Chicago and a lot of the carnicerias and uh, some of the places that do, you know, street corn right out of uh, right out of their supermercados and everything, uh, I'll go ahead and stick with uh, the very large Hispanic population in Chicago that has never let me down when it comes to cuisine and finding fresh chorizo. I'm also going to have with that a blooming berry lemon and ginger tea, non-alcoholic, because, uh, you know, you kind of got to pace yourself. That does actually sound good, though. Yeah. Sounds quite refreshing. The hot tea. The hot tea, Dave. A cold tea. It's a cold tea. All right. And Tim, where you going, buddy? Uh, I am heading to the smokehouse. Okay. I figured you would be going there eventually. <laughs> I am going to grab the uh, <laughs> shredded beef brisket with smoked potato, chorizo fondue, and green tomato relish. And with that, I'm actually going to head over to the refreshment port for my drink, and I'm going to get the stowaway classic Bloody Mary with absolute vodka. And it will come with olives, cherry tomato... Uh, celery, jumbo shrimp, and smokehouse jerky. I figure that's got to pair extremely well. Just a nice, good, spicy Bloody that's Mary right. with that big, bold uh, brisket slider. I must admit, I saw Tim Tracker getting one of them the other day, the, the Bloody Marys, and it just looked fantastic. But he was saying that they sort of slide it up a wee bit. Sometimes they put the like a chicken nugget on it, sometimes they put a shrimp on it. So it, it's you don't know what you're actually going to get until you actually roll up and get it. But yeah, I mean that that would keep you warm. Oh yeah, and it just it sounds so good, and I'm a sucker for a good Bloody Mary. Uh, it, during last year's food and wine, they had this bloody. Uh, it was called a Bloody Mary shrimp cocktail that was served in the uh, the visitor center, and oh my god, it was amazing. They <laughs> they did. Uh, this little mix. It was like a Bloody Mary cocktail salad, a uh, shrimp cocktail salad, and it had small scallops and celery and bits of little pepper, and oh, it was phenomenal. I could have, uh, I'm very glad it just came in a small little glass because I really could have eaten an entire bowl of it. Okay, so I think what we're going to have to do is for our um, trip in uh, May. We're going to have to find a place uh, on property with the best Bloody Marys and start off the day pre-gaming with some Bloody Marys. I am really okay with that. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe Al and Compass. They have some really good mm. Bloody Marys over there. I am really okay with Al and Compass. I mean, never had their Bloody Mary, but they've got plenty of other good things, too. Cool. Steven, will you be joining us? Uh, first thing in the morning? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't think the Dawa bar has them anymore. I never, the last time I was over there, I didn't see the uh, three Bloody Marys that they used to have on, on the menu. Hmm, that's a shame because they had really good Bloody Marys too. They, they, they did. It might be one of those things where if you go up and ask for one, they'll make you one. But I don't think they have the uh, all of the bells and whistles that they used to put on them. Oh, yeah. But took that away, and they took away the. Uh, they did a chicken curry with jasmine rice uh, that they served with fresh, uh, fresh naan. 
They still the, have that, I little, believe. Do they? Because the last time I was there, they took it away, and oh, I was heartbroken. I loved that. They have it's it. Just, at the, it they have it at the Kusafari Bakery. They have like just they they have pastries and they have cur- curries now. Oh, 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 I'm so glad to hear that. Well, <laughs> at least I, at I, least they did, did in, in January when I was there. That was my uh, that was my lunch one day while there. Oh, I just I mean it's it's just a nice simple curry. I mean it's nothing huge, you know, nothing overtly spicy or anything, but it was just this really nice filling, you know, just really really nourishing snack. I loved it. <laughs> if uh, memory serves me correctly, I think they had a red curry and a green curry available that t- time. You just Homer Simpson that. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I can't help. <laughs> I, I've finally started breaking out of my comfort zone as far as like cooking different dishes, and this past winter I've been experimenting a lot with doing my own curry, and it's been a lot of fun. So Nice. All right, gentlemen. Well, let's uh, switch gears for a little while, and um, we'll come back to our uh, eating and drinking around the world showcase. But um, now, let's take a visit to our sponsors, and let's uh, see what um, one of their uh, amazing concoctions they come up with for their uh, annual uh, sponsorship of the uh, various uh, Epcot festivals. They always come up with some amazing artisan drinks so let's head over to some joffrey's cards and uh, see what we can get steven what are you having okay so it's been a wee while since i've had some rum so i'm going to hit up the american adventure uh pavilion uh and it's the bees buzz which i'm gonna have it's it's frozen light lemon coconut syrup topped with pineapple rum Again, it brings it back to the pineapple. So maybe I could have a hot dog with pineapple on top of it and just have a, a wee bit of the pineapple liqueur just to sort of wash it down with. It's one of these ones that, you know, it, I think the, the Joffrey stands just offer so much. It's not just coffee and tea, you know, especially the, the festivals. There's so much that they can actually you know, put on top of the syrups and the, the rum. You know, just to add a wee bit of spice just to your coffee in that. Uh, I just think uh, it's so imaginative, you know, that just keeps you going. You know, <laughs> make you go to the next stand and next stand they make you want to try something else every time. Tim, what are you having? I am going for the cold clover in Canada. Cold brew coffee with Irish cream syrup topped with Bailey's Irish cream liqueur. And I am asking for a double shot. You see, I saw that and normally my first stop whenever I go to Joffrey's is Canada because I usually uh, go into Epcot via the International Gateway because uh, who's going to actually go into Future World and... uh, actually park in that parking lot when you can just park over at the boardwalk <laughs> so <laughs> that's what a tables and wonderland cards for uh but uh, knowing that uh you are the irishman that you are and knowing that you were going to see that cold clover and go with that i figured i'm going to go over to uh future world east on my uh jaunt over to uh, get my uh, test track 
fast pass and I am going to have the pedal to the meadow frozen cappuccino topped with vodka and Kahlua liqueur and I am also asking for a double shot it's like coffee on yes. coffee isn't it? the Kahlua and the yes coffee. it is and of course we'll find uh, Pat waiting for us uh, basically uh, on an inhaler in the showcase plaza <laughs> uh, he'll be our goose on the loose drinking some frozen passion fruit and the citron vodka topped with iced tea because uh... I just I, I feel like we're missing something here man I feel like it's future like future release pedal to the meadow with the name of that come on that's got to be a Lebowski name <laughs> that's a that, that's a white Russian come on man that's you gotta that's that's so close to a white Russian it's got to be like you know that's just like my beverage man you know I realize that's not the quote but still that's what you could call it because you can't call a, a beverage an opinion why not well I mean I guess it's just like your opinion but sure go ahead <laughs> that's a matter of opinion The mind, but they wouldn't like. Oh, see, ca- cafe man. There's a beverage here. See, perfect. There you go. You see, uh. I inspire creativity in everybody. Oh Just God. Like... Oh, I was I was just thinking that joke fell flatter than my dating years in high school. That was all. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, <laughs> round three. Bing, bing, bing. Stephen, round. where are you going? I saw this on one of the food blogs the other day and it just looked perfect. You know, it's, I love sushi. Uh, I really do. I like fish sushi. I like vegetable sushi. But I'm going to go to Hanami, which is next to the Japan Pavilion. And I'm going to have frushi, which is fresh fruit sushi with the rice around about it. So, uh, and it just looks so tasty. And since you can get fresh pineapple, strawberry, melon road with co- coconut rice, sprinkled with toasted coconut, whipped cream, and raspberry sauce. It is qu- it is quite uh, refreshing, I will say that. Yeah, it's just something totally different. I mean, obviously, you've seen your normal sushi, but to actually have these sort of fruit flavours, you know, wrapped around uh, with the rice, I just think it looks great. And the the blog I saw, uh, they loved it as well, and it seems to be a big big seller across there. Yeah, it's one of those that's always it's always there. From when they started doing these um, kiosks, Frushi has been a uh, staple, uh-huh. and uh, understandably why, um, because there's always a line for it, and you walk around. Um, Anywhere, uh, anywhere between Morocco and the American Adventure, and there's somebody walking around with Frucci eating it. So, it is quite popular. Yeah. It's actually between that and uh, a sushi donut sort of thing that they were doing. It's now is about maybe five different types of sushi, and that's a donut ring. So idea, and that looked great as well. But I'll go with the Frucci for this time. 
to sort of cleanse the palate after the last couple of things. And I've it's had. funny. Oh, go ahead. And go ahead. Continue. Uh-huh. No, continue. No, do you want your drink? I was just going to say, in my drink, it'd be a itchy go sun, which is a strawberry lemon cocktail with sake, and strawberry puree and lemonade, which I think would just be a long drink. It would just actually freshen you up, uh, especially when you're halfway around World Showcase at that point. Nice. And while you go blue, I'm going to go red because I'm going to go over to the Lotus House and I am going to have me to drink a Pirates of the China Sea dark rum, peach syrup, and pina colada mix. And (laughs) just because I, uh, at that point, uh, I need more sugar... I'm going to actually drop the 15 bucks just to get the show and get one of those huge uh, five-layered cotton candies that uh, Instagram is going crazy uh, over that's as big as your head, big as your head now and just to watch hey, go them for it. create it because uh, it's Instagram worthy. Yeah, you only live once, so... Definitely want to try one of those. And again, that will help you power around the rest of the park if it's just pure sugar. <laughs> I'll walk, You'll have I'll enough walk sugar around in you. and uh, do the whole Beavis and Butthead I am Cornholio thing for the rest of the day. <laughs> yes. Yes, I will. It won't be pretty when I drop. And speaking of dropping, where are you going to drop off your last uh, spot? I am heading to the Jardin de Fiestas, and I'm going to grab Takoyo, which is a blue corn masa topped with black bean spread, ground chorizo, queso fresco, and Mexican cream. Just, it sounds so bold, so spicy, so filling, just, uh, I, just sounds like a warm hug, almost sounds like something, you know, a you know, a, a little a Mexican, a little Mexican abuela would make you. So, yeah, I gotta go for it. Uh, pairing so with that, that, I say arriba. What? I say arriba. Oh God, yes. <laughs> and with that, I will be going with the uh, Allende Golden uh, Golden Ale Craft Beer, served with liqueur floater. I figure that'll be a nice, uh, nice little topper, a nice just golden ale, nice cleansing beer. Be able to uh, take uh, take a little bit of the spice off your palate. Just pair well with the dish. I'd go well with the, the Mexican. I really would. Oh, God. It sounds just... I, I, I mostly get most of my food from the Mexico Pavilion. And I... Before San Angel went sharply downhill, we ate there every visit. And so, you mean yeah. when sun and hell went to hell? That would be correct. Don't be saying that. I've got an ADR for now. There. The uh, the hacienda, the hacienda. Uh, we've been very impressed with it. I've uh, I've liked it, and also it's you know it's always nice to go in La Cava and you can grab yourself a few apps, just some queso and some guac, and of course, you know, have yourself uh, you know a where else can you have a sixteen dollar margarita for crying out loud? You know, sit down and have one. This is true. And I've got the new booth there as well. You know, over there. And they're doing sort of three layers of 
It's a margarita uh, with the three different colours in it as well. That'd be quite good. I haven't seen that one yet. No, I haven't either. Something to check out. Yeah, I was watching something the other day and it's like three different flavours so just in one cup and just drag your straw right up through it. <laughs> Take every flavour at once. Very cool. I gotta keep an eye out for that one. When we go, will we be going to La Cava? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, I... well, you guys are at Beer Garden on Friday. I'll be at La Cava when you're done. Meet me yeah. at La Cava. That's how we'll do it because <laughs> my flight's not going to get in until uh, you guys uh, have your ADR. So we'll skip Illuminations. Actually, no, we won't. <laughs> I thought it was a whole idea about me. This up is there. <laughs> true, but when it comes down to <laughs> illuminations or lacava, illuminations or lacava, hmm. Get one in a go. Yes. Just take it with you. Stand at the side of the lagoon. This, this is true. So. Yes. Slapshot, Dave. Which is your favorite festival at Epcot? Yeah, that's a good question, Stephen. Mine? I'm going to say Flower and Garden. It's a really beautiful time of the year to go. The sun is shining, the birds are singing, and for some reason bees are trying to have sex with them, as is my childhood understanding of the birds and the bees. <laughs> Really? Nice yes. Simpsons reference, sir. <laughs> but uh, in reality, actually, I like uh, Flower and Garden for uh, one thing. Uh, all of the flower pots inside of the uh, World Showcase Lagoon just look just amazing as you're walking through up to the World Showcase. And then the topiaries, uh, you know, I could, take a, I could take or leave them, but... I do like the uh, attention to detail that they put on the um, the kiosks. There, it is a mini food and wine, but I kind of feel with the less uh, kiosk there, I kind of feel like they take the best of the best and they really put in the what whatever they can to really make those special. So, I kind of feel like you can't go wrong with this one. It's a beautiful time of year in terms of weather. You got some really nice scenery and really great food. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, well, gentlemen here, for the ladies listening, let's uh, go around and tell everybody where we can be found on the various interwebs. I, for one, can be found on Instagram at Figments Reality. And uh, Stephen, where are you? Yeah, you can get me on Twitter at Disney. And Tim, where are you? You can find me on Twitter at plain underscore Tim. And you can also find me on Facebook at Tim Schweska. And you can find the Mickey Dudes on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. You can find our uh, information page on Facebook. And you can find us on Instagram at the Mickey Dudes podcast. And I got to give the great Tim Swesker and assists for this one but ladies and gentlemen like the Flower and Garden Festival may your love for Disney bloom
Have a magical day. Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.